Amen. God bless you this morning. Oh, we're, I'm excited to be here today and to share God's word. And yes, it, it was an, an honor to be to be recognized there. Uh, I felt I was humbled by the uh, by the act uh, that they took, but thankful to the Lord because God is good. Amen. And He sometimes surprises us with things that are uh, beyond our thoughts or our imagination. But that's our God. We serve an awesome God, and I am privileged to be here this morning. I want to thank your pastor, uh, Dr. Paul um, Flores, and also Gladys, who extended the invitation. And, well, I'm, I'm just blessed to be here and to be able to share the Word of God. We are so privileged when we can share the Word of God with others. Amen? Praise God. God is good. God is wonderful, and we just worship his holy name. Uh, I'm glad to um, know some people here. I know the mission is court, uh, director is also here today. Hi. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm, think, I'm glad to see you here, too. But, you know, we, we have a message. We're celebrating, as mentioned here, we're celebrating National Women's Ministries Day. And I congratulate this church. You guys have wonderful, a great group of women who serve God, who love God, and who are here this morning. Amen? So we're going to be, cel- we're going to be celebrating, and I have the message for you that I have is the same that um, is, or the, the theme is the same of the National Women's Day. National Women's Ministries Day, and that is on the voyage. So I'm going to turn my notes from Spanish to English now. <laughs> I just shared with the, with the Spanish uh, 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 congregation. So uh, on the voyage, it's a wonderful theme because we are all on the voyage, right? And so uh, the scripture verse that we have for that is, is, we find it in Psalms 31, verses 14 and 15. And if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to stand up so that we can read the scripture. Uh, and uh, uh, I think that uh, the, our national director, Kay, uh, she had this uh, um, uh, message or this uh, theme that the Lord gave to her, and is just so appropriate for us to talk about it nowadays. Uh, Psalms 31, verses 14 to 15, and I'll go ahead and read it. We're going to read only a part, part, the first part of verse 15, and it says, but I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We worship your holy name. We praise and honor you, Lord, because you are our Savior. You are our Lord. You are our powerful Lord. There is nothing impossible for you, and we just worship you this morning. We just praise you. We thank you for the word that you have given, the scriptures that you gave to us, which inspires us, which gives us nourishment, which gives us comfort and confidence, Lord, and uh, to know that you are with us, Lord. We thank you today, and I ask that you use my words, Lord, that you've put in my heart to share with this congregation, that each man and each woman here be blessed by your word, Lord, and Holy Spirit, that you minister to their needs as they are, that you know, nobody else might know it, but you know, Lord, our hearts and our needs. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. You may be seated. On a voyage. We all are going on a voyage. We can consider earthly life as a voyage that we are, it's a journey that we're passing by. And we are near that it's, it's just a time that we're going through. 
the psalmist compares it with the grass. Our lives is like, you know, it says Psalm 103, verses 15 and 16. It says, as for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. And in its place remembers it no more. In Psalms 102, verse 11, it also says, My days are like a passing shadow. And we know how a shadow passes uh, so quickly. Amen? So our life, this, what this means is that our life is really brief. It's a trip, a brief trip. It's not a long time that we spend in this journey for as, as long as it could be. Like my father is 102 years old. But... Uh, I praise God for him, and I praise the Lord because my dad is a miracle from God. Let me tell you that. In 1965, my dad was diagnosed with cancer, stomach cancer. And by the time he got to the hospital, they took an emergency. The tumor is practically burst. And so no surgeon would wanted to do surgery on him. He, I had to be the head surgeon at a Kaiser on Sunset that did the surgery on my dad, but they told my mom, you know, we don't guarantee nothing. Uh, And as it turned out, they thought he was a goner because they neglected his basic medical care. He got a terrible infection, and he was there in the hospital until they threatened that the union was going to come over and see my dad, that then they started paying attention to my dad. But they thought he was going to die. But God had other plans for my dad. And praise God that he got baptized and accepted the Lord as Savior, and, and from then on, you know, he, he served the Lord, and the Lord has kept him on to this age. So it's a testimony for the power of God, for the healing that God can bring to the person. I praise God for that. And um, as we go on this, on this video, but as long as 102, it's still not that long, you know, not that long. It's still a brief voyage that we're going in. And because it's brief, we need to live our lives to take advantage at maximum to the maximum. We need to live each day intentionally doing what God has called each one of us to do. Investing our time, and I say investing, I don't say wasting, I don't say spending. I mean investing our time in what is worthwhile what it is primary, what it is important in our lives. Amen? You know, at the start of each year, we make goals. We make goals in different areas where we want to improve. And, you know, it comes to mind, well, I want to lose weight. Well, let's drop that one aside, okay? (laughs) But we make other goals, okay? We make goals in the family. We want to improve relationships in our family. We want to spend more time with our kids. Uh, in the area of education, we want to uh, attain our degrees. We want to get our bachelor's, our master's, our doctorate. As Dr. Paul, I'm, I'm impressed by that. That's awesome. That's dedication. That's hard work. But, you know, we, we set our goals. And, and then we set our goals on the social side, too, because we want to increase our network. We want to know more people. We want to spend time with them. Uh, or, uh, or spiritual. We want, to, we want to also grow spiritually. I mean, how many here want to grow spiritually? Uh, I do each day. That's kind of an ongoing, ongoing goal. But at the beginning of the year, some of us make plans, and, and, and we make plans to read, the, read through the Bible. And they even have Bibles that have you read through the Bible, divided, right? The Old, Old Testament, some New Testament, some Psalms, some Proverbs, okay? And I, I've done that, and how many here have done it? They're like, everybody's done it, right? Okay, and praise God, sometimes we do reach our goals. 
Sometimes we don't, but sometimes we do. But it's good to plan, amen? Because we want to, why do we plan? Because we want to take advantage of every day that God gives us upon this earth. And we want to live according to his purposes, according to his will, because God has purposes for us. So especially on this voyage in which we're going, it is short. We're going to pass by, but we're, on, we're heading for eternal home. We're heading to be with the Lord for eternity. And at that time, it's not, there's, there's not going to be a difference of time. Oh, you know, I only have you know, one more year of life, or I only have so much. No, but there is going to be for eternity. Will we be rejoicing and praising God every day? Our times are in the hands of the Lord. That means how many years are we going to be here? We don't know. You know, recently there's been several young people that have passed away that I know. You know, uh, you know from our church, we lost one, uh, and, and several others that have gone young. And you're thinking they're 29, 30, 35. What happened? You know, and then we think that, you know, it's more like in the advanced age. But we don't know. Our time is in the hands of the Lord. But we're here today, and we're going to enjoy it. Amen? We're going to enjoy it to the fullest. On our trip, we are faced with different things. Things that we anticipate that are going to be coming and things that we do not anticipate. They come unexpectedly. So what can we expect on this trip? In this trip, there are some smooth sailing times and then there's times of unexpected storms. There are moments where we have joy, we have laughter, and boy, we love those moments. We have love, right? We're in love, and then we get married, and we continue in love. Amen? I'm glad um, my husband's here with us. I didn't introduce him at the beginning, but his name is Mia Sarroyo. You must stand up, honey. And I thank God for this man of God, and uh, we've been married 38 years and, and going. <laughs> but while we're here in this uh, in this voyage that we're going, that we're sailing smoothly, we get so many privileges that the Lord has given us. Being here this morning is a privilege from God. It's a blessing from God. And his blessings are uh, overflowing our, uh, our lives. We enjoy the time with our family. We enjoy with friends. We enjoy our grandkids. How many grandmas we have? <laughs> Amen. We love those those kids. Uh, we love our we love our kids too. You know, some, somebody says, "Oh, I love the grand I, I, I love the grandkids." This is my 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 kids are only I love them because I got grandkids from them. <laughs> but but I know we all love our kids too, our sons and daughters also. Amen. Just so we we enjoy those beautiful moments with people that we love, and one of the things that we love too is to go on vacation. Amen? We all love to go on vacation. We get to relax. We get to rest. I, I enjoy going to the, uh, to the beach, to the resorts near the beach. Because I live five miles away from the beach, but, you know, Santa Monica, but I never go there. I have to go to Mexico to go to the beach. <laughs> That's just the way it works, because then I'm on vacation. Here, I don't have the time because I'm working. But when I go on vacation, then it's intentional. And, and I enjoy going there because I enjoy the waves. I enjoy watching the ocean. And it just relaxes me. You know, the sound of the waves coming in. It's just, it's just awesome. We, we, I enjoy it a lot. But I also enjoy looking at the ocean, at the vastness of it, and how great it is. It's, it's, it's just, I see the power of God creating that. 
And I, and I just rejoice to see the, the, the bigness, the grandeur of how and what our God made for us to enjoy. Amen. I enjoy being there. It relaxes me. And I meditate on God and the hand of God. And, and Psalms 8 comes to mind when I'm watching the ocean where it says, Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all earth who have set your glory above the heavens. When I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained. What is a man that you are mindful of him? What are we that he's mindful of us? And the son of man that you visit him, for you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. And I just think of it, and my mind just goes, and I just go, praise God. I enjoy so much. Another song comes to mind when I'm doing that, and that's how great thou art. Oh, and I just sing that song. Oh, Lord, my God, I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hand has made. I see the stars. I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe displayed. The songs, my soul and Savior, God, to thee. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God, to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. And let me tell you, it's so exuberant. It's just so great to be there and to be able to just lift your soul and praise God in that midst. We can see the great of God in creation. Brothers and sisters, we serve a mighty God. We serve a great God, a powerful God, a creative God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And not only that, but he blesses us each day. He gives us fresh anointing each day, fresh as his mercies every day. Wow, don't you rejoice with that? I think we all do. It's awesome. We go through these times of bonanza where we are blessed beyond measure or Jobs, we have good jobs, and we keep on promoting. I worked for the city of Los Angeles, for the government of the city of Los Angeles for 38 years. And praise God, I kept promoting. I kept promoting. And praise God, I, by the time I retired, uh, just before uh, getting this position, um, uh, I was a manager. I attained that level of manager, supervising about 50 people at one time, three different divisions at one time. I mean, I just... Uh, I was telling Grace my history. That, okay, she's going to get nauseous. I, I, was, I was like navigating in a voyage, this department, that department, police, fire, <laughs> engineering, department of water and power. I mean, I just, uh, praise God, experiences that I got were awesome. Along the way, you, you gain a lot of knowledge and you gain a lot of varied experience. Uh, but praise God, I think that, that he is awesome. He blesses us with that. That's the blessing of the Lord. You know, I, I started... Uh, Underage, I can say that, because I was 17 when I started. I, I was close to my 18th birthday, but I still wasn't 18. <laughs> so I say I was underage one month by one month. <laughs> but it's, at a certain point, we, we, we hold on to that, right? So <laughs> praise God. So we, we, it's, God is good. God is awesome. And, you know, we, we attain that by the grace of God. We have good jobs or businesses are blooming or they're just growing and we enjoy financial success and we are just sailing smoothly. Our families are having a great time. Everybody gets along, right? No problem. That's smooth sailing, right? We all understand no misunderstandings. Wonderful time. But then on this trip, we also face unexpected storms, challenges, sorrows, difficulties, among which our faith are tested. 
which our faith is tested. Nobody likes to go through these periods of time. Nobody enjoys them. I don't. I know you don't either. We like the peace. We like the quiet. We like the love, right? But I think that if I ask each, each one of you here today, if you have gone through a storm, I think we all have gone through storms. I think we all have gone through difficult times. There's sometimes, you know, that, that the, the storm is just so strong that it's just the, the rough waters coming and they hit the ship and with fury and it seems like it's going to collapse. And you have the time when uh, you're at a point where, where this problem could be devastating to you and, and to your life. In Matthew 8, we find a passage of the disciples They were on a boat going along with Jesus, and they were traveling. They were on this voyage going to another place, and and it was peaceful, and it was nice, but then on verse 24, it says, suddenly, see, suddenly, things come up suddenly. They don't come out slow. Sometimes out of nowhere, he says, where did this come from? Suddenly to them, a great storm arose at sea, so the waves covered the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. Many times in our lives, we are sailing smoothly, but suddenly, unexpectedly, a storm arises in our life. We don't even know from what angle it comes, but like a disease, an illness, um, cancer, or an accident. You know, uh, uh, I was sharing earlier about, you know, my my brother-in-law, Juan, and uh, uh, he was okay. Then all of a sudden... You know, he says, you know, I don't know what's going on with me. I read the newspaper because he, he liked to read, he liked to keep up on the news. So he read the newspaper every day. And so he was reading the newspaper. I said, I read and I don't understand. I don't understand what I'm reading. This is for you. And then a couple of days later, I was going to a funeral of somebody else that had passed away. And he got very nauseous. And so he had to be taken to, to you know, emergency to see what was, what was going on. Well, it was glioblastoma, uh, a tumor in the, in the head, in the head. Uh, just like that. You know, we had expected, we had gone through a lot of periods of storms with my sister, with his wife, because he, she had had several surgeries, so she, she's disabled. She's still alive. But we didn't expect him to be hit with this. We, we went through a lot of times when we thought we were losing her, but not him. He was strong. He was healthy. And all of a sudden, we were hit with that. When we were like, oh, my God. You know, you get... Some, get hit with something that you don't expect. And they told us he got six months to live. And yeah, that's, that's, that was the extent of his life. We didn't anticipate it. It comes suddenly and it changes all of our plans. It changes our way of life. It, you start, you know, experiencing fear. Now what are we going to do? Who's going to take care of my sister? You know, so we had to move apartments and we had to open a door and join two together so that my, my niece could take care of, of both of my, sis, uh, my sister and, and, and my brother-in-law. So he changes everything. And so when those storms come, you know, they hit us. And you're kind of like, okay. And it, it has an, uh, a potential of affecting your faith. It's God, where are you, you know? But, you know, when you're strong, when you know who you've been trusted, when you know who you believe in, then you can stand strong. Hallelujah. And God help us through it. But there's fear that comes. What's going to happen? How am I going to deal with this? You know, fear, it's something that happened to the disciples too. They were scared. And it says, the Bible says they were scared much. Not just a little. They were scared much. Well, Jesus was sleeping on the boat. So the disciples came because they were so afraid. And they woke him up. And the Bible says they were crying out to him. And they said, Lord, save us that we perish. And Jesus says to them, 
Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was complete calm. When the storm hits our lives, and it seems that we are going to crash, that we are going to succumb. Do not be afraid. Have faith in God. Let's have faith in God. Let us remember that he who calms the sea, that he who has control of the winds, hallelujah, of the, of the sea, of the storm, he is powerful. And all we have to do is call upon him. We have to call upon him. You know, when we face challenges, some people turn away away from God. You can either turn away from God or you can get closer to God. And I tell you, when we're going through those periods, let's get close to God and let's cry out to him and he will see that we go through it and come out victorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We serve a God almighty. On the voyage, the life of each of us has a purpose. Each of us has roles to fulfill. In the family, as parents, as sons, as children, uh, as grandparents, etc. In school, as students, in, at work, as owners, um, supervisors, or employees. Each one of us has different roles to fulfill. In the church, as pastors, as leaders, as members, in the community, whether you have a title in the community or don't have a title in the community, we are the light of the world. We are the light that shines in that community for Christ. We are the light that brings hope in the midst of darkness. You and I are the light in this community. Hallelujah. This church, each member, each pastor, each leader is a light to the world. God has given each one of us talents, gifts, the uh, scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, it says that the Holy Spirit distributes gifts to believers. Amen. It, 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 uh, the text actually reads, all these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So each one of us has been given gifts so that we can work them. Amen. In Matthew 25, we see the parable of the talents. It says that this man, uh, he was going on a journey far away. He was going away, and he entrusted his property to his servants. What he had, he entrusted to his servants. To one servant, it said that he gave him five talents. One, one version, I, I had to refer to two or three uh, different versions to see which one. I don't know. I like better. <laughs> and I have to confess this. Uh, preaching, I think this is probably my first time or second time preaching in English. I've taught, I've taught in English, you know, workshops and stuff, but, but actually a sermon. So I had to, I had to look at, at a couple of the King James Version, the New Kings. James Version, the New International Bible, and so on and so forth. So I, I might use different, if, you know, if you're tied to the King James Version, I might use a different version somewhere, or I might be using the King James. Now in Spanish, I know which one it is. For, for, for me, it's La Reina de Valeras, version 60. Okay, that's, that's my, my favorite. Okay, because why? Let me tell you why. Because that's the one I memorized since childhood. 
That's the one we had. So when I'm quoting scripture, I'm quoting um, La Reina de Valera, version six, version 60. <laughs> okay. But um, so this, this, this master went away. And then uh, I, after a while, after a long time, he says the Bible, the master came back and settled accounts with them. And yes, you know, um, we are gonna, we're all going to settle accounts with the Lord. Because one day we will be before his presence, and we will be called upon to settle our accounts with the Lord. So this, this uh, servants, what they did, the one that received five, the one that received two, they went and worked it, and they earned twice as much. They, they doubled the amount that they were giving. Um, and, uh, but when, he came and, when they came and they gave the account to the master, the master told them, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. How wonderful, I mean. Then the man who received one talent, he came and he said, Lord, I need you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent on the ground, in the ground. Look, so look, there is what you gave me, giving you back what you gave me. The excuse that this man used, if you note it, was that he didn't work the talents that he had been, the talent that he had been giving because he was afraid. How many of us don't work the talents that God has given us, that the Holy Spirit has given us, because we are afraid? We are afraid of what? What are we afraid? We're afraid of what people will say. We're afraid of failure. That's a big one. Nobody wants to fail. And then look at what everybody's going to talk. I try to do something and I fail. Afraid of what, that people will not believe in us. Etc., etc., etc. Afraid. We got fear. Why are we afraid? Why? And I believe that it's because we focus on our shortcomings. We focus on our abilities. We focus on our capacity. We focus on our education or lack of. Instead of looking at what God wants to do through each one of us. Help us, Lord, to see what he wants to see. What he wants to do through us. When the Lord calls us, even though we don't feel we're competent or capable of it, we go not in our competency, but we go in the help of the Lord. We go under his direction. We go forward and do what he has called us to do, trusting that it's his kingdom, it's his job, and we're barely doing the little that we can do. We only need to be obedient to his calling. I encourage each one of you this morning to uh, work that talent that God has given you, to work it with diligence, work it with faith, because you need faith, and you need to work it with courage. So fear goes out the door if you got courage, because you're going to go and do it. Amen. You're going to go forward. Ladies that are here today, women's ministries, we're going to go forward and do it. Amen. Let us be like those two servants that they went and worked and doubled 
their talents so that in that day that we have to give account before the Lord, we will also hear those words that we want to hear, which is, well done, good and faithful servant. They say that somebody asked Billy Graham what he wanted people to say about him after he passed away. And what he said was, I want to hear one person say something nice about me. One person. And that's the Lord. That's the Lord when I face him. I want him to say to me, he said, well done, good and faithful servant. I think that we all want to hear the Lord tell us those words. I mean, now we know that Billy Graham is before the presence of the Lord, and he probably, and we're sure because he served the Lord continuously, that he was received up in heaven. Hallelujah. But we want to also hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. God doesn't ask a lot of us. He asked us to be faithful in a few things. And he says, I will put you in charge of many things. Enter. Oh, I love this part. Enter. Oh, open the door. Come on in. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Oh, we're going to be rejoicing. No more tears. No more suffering. We're going to go in there and just rejoice with the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I look forward to the day when I will be before the presence of the Lord. When he opens the door and says, come on in, Nina. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Oh, praise God. What can we expect on this trip? In this trip, there are times of smooth sailing, like I said, and times of unexpected storms. We have a purpose. We have a purpose and uh, functions to perform. And Jesus is our partner. He's our captain on this voyage. If I ask you this morning, do you want to go on this voyage alone? I think that everybody who's here would say, no, I don't want to go alone. You know, if I'm going to go on a vacation, I want to go with my husband. I want to go with my family. I want to go, you know, well, vacations is mostly my husband <laughs> and the family. Okay, I was going to say a friend, but I really don't go on vacation with just friends. It could be friends, but it's my, my honey. <laughs> okay, I, I believe that we all want to go with somebody else. Amen. When we accept Christ as a Savior, when we say to the to like the psalmist says, you are my God. How many here this morning can say, you are my God? You are my God, Lord. Then we're not going alone on this journey. We're going, we're going with God. He's going to be with us. And when God is traveling with us, let me tell you what we can expect. We can expect a beautiful voyage, a wonderful voyage, the best you can ever go, because we're going to be full of love. We're going to be full with joy because we don't depend on joy on circumstances. Our joy is, is, is above everything. We're going to experience peace which surpasses all understanding. And we're going to be receiving blessings every day. Oh, how wonderful is this voyage with Jesus. And he wants to travel with us. We can talk with him at any time. He's ready to talk to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He's there for us. Oh, he rejoices when we lift up our voices in praising him and in singing our hymns and songs. Hallelujah. Whether we have a privileged voice or, or not, he still rejoices because he sees our heart and he loves us. Amen. He rejoices on that. 
Oh, praise God. But he also, when we are sad, he's also there with us. He's there to dry our tears. He's there to give us strength. He's there to give us comfort. He's there to encourage us and tell you, you do not be afraid. Go ahead, mija. Go ahead. You know, keep on going. You can do it. He's there to encourage us. Praise God. When the storm is thunderous and hard and we face what seems to be impossible, we can rely on him. We can rely on him. He's almighty. We can tell him like we read, I trust in you, O Lord. Can we say that, Lord, I trust in you? And you know why we can say that? Because every promise that he has made to us, he fulfills. He never fails. His word never goes void. When we read and we get so many promises there for us, and he fulfills each and every single one of them. Hallelujah. He's our hope. We have victory in Jesus' name. Jesus is our friend. And the plans and purposes that he has for us while we're going in this voyage are for good. He wants to bless us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. He has plans, brothers and sisters. The Lord declares plans for welfare and not calamity. To give you a future. We have a future. And a hope. Oh, praise God. We see so many people that lose hope. And they're roaming around the streets without any hope. Oh, when somebody passes away in their family, we hear their cry. There's no hope. But when somebody goes to be with the Lord, we have the hope. We have the blessed hope that we know where we're going. Hallelujah. We just passed through this voyage, but we're continuing on to eternity. We just passed from, we close our eyes to this earth, but we open it to heaven. Oh, praise God. God loves us. God loves us and he wants us on this voyage. It is up to us to accept his company. It is up to us to accept it. Billy Graham also said, my home is in heaven. I'm just traveling through this world. That's a quote from what he said. And that's a quote that's applicable to each one of us. We, our home is in heaven. I'm just traveling through this world. Brothers and sisters, let us walk this journey. I'm concluding. Let us walk this journey of life in the good times, enjoying the presence of God and so many blessings that we receive. Let's enjoy them. Let's be joyful. You know, some people live their lives sad all the time with a frown on their face. You gotta have, when you have the joy of the Lord, you can't have a frown on your face. You have to smile. There might be difficult times, but... During most of the time, and even in those times, we can still trust God. Even in the storms, we can face those difficult times with faith, knowing that we're not alone. That Jesus, the powerful, hallelujah, God of all heaven, who created earth and heaven, hallelujah, who, who, who's with us, who has created each and every, every one of us, unique in our uniqueness. We're all different, but he loves us and he wants us to be, uh, to be with us. Jesus with us, he's almighty, hallelujah. Let's work the talents that God has given us, being faithful to God with what he has entrusted on us. Let's serve God using our time wisely, serving with passion. I mean, giving you all, surrendering all, hallelujah, and with enthusiasm. 
You know, sometimes when they say we're serving God, and if you have like a frown in your face, a long face we call it, it's like, who are you serving? <laughs> we're serving a God that is all-powerful, that no matter what our circumstances, he's with us, and we have the victory in Jesus' name. And so we're going to use our talents, hallelujah, with the help and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, hallelujah. God's with us on this voyage. We can trust in his love and great plans that he has for us. Let's continue sailing. Let's continue going along in this trip, knowing that our times are in his hand. How many years we have left, we don't know, but that doesn't matter. It's not important. Somebody said, if you tell me how long I'm going to live, then I'm going to be counting every day, and I'll be, you know, oh, I have one last day. I, I heard this illustration about somebody who, who um, you know, he had, he had, I think, about three he was 70. He was 70. So he calculated that he might live another five years. So he got a big jar, and he filled it up with stones, one for each day. You know, it was, it was a lot. And each day he would go and take out a stone. You know, it, it's like, what a way to live your life. <laughs> one less day I have on this earth. One less day. No, you know, we should live each day and say, thank you, Lord, for this day you're giving me. I'm going to live it to the fullest. I'm going to enjoy this trip, this voyage, that I'm going along with you and all the blessings that you give me. I'm just going to enjoy them. And, and the day that I go before you, I'll be ready, whatever day it is. You know, we're just, it's just, we're just going to go from life to eternal life. Hallelujah. So our lives, our, our lives belong to God, and we can rest on his pur pur uh, purposes and promises. The journey with Jesus is the best that we, can, uh, that we can go. That's the best trip. That's the best voyage because he's with us. And let me tell you that at the end, the rewards are out of this world, and they are eternal. They are eternal, praise God. So uh, I encourage each one of you to let's enjoy your life. Let's be joyful and what the days that the Lord has given us. And let me tell you, if there's somebody here that has not accepted the Lord as a Savior, today, this morning, is your day. This day is your day. Don't let another day go by. God has our times are in his hands, and therefore we don't know how, long, how much longer we have, but whatever it is, we're going to give our life to Jesus this morning. We're going to tell the Lord, I'm going to go in this voyage with you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not traveling alone. I'm, and ask him to come into your heart. Give your life to Jesus. And you can tell him, you are my God. This morning, you can use that expression and tell him, you are my God, because you give your life to the Lord. And those of us that have given our lives to the Lord this morning, we tell him again, you are our God. We are going to reaffirm that you are our God. He invites us for us to travel with him. He's our captain. You know, he knows every detail of our personal voyage. He knows every detail, the hidden dangers, the thrilling adventures, and he knows the right course for our life. So you can trust him at all times. He loves us. He loves us. Would you stand and let's thank God for his word. And then I'm going to give it over to Pastor Paul. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have spoken to us, that our lives are in your hands. 
that you are with us. And in the midst of the storm, if somebody is going through a storm today, oh, Lord, that this morning that person feels reassurance that you're with them and that the victory is coming, that they're not alone. Lord, if there's somebody here, I pray that they commit their lives to you this morning. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, and we thank you and we give you the honor and the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor, it charms with you.